Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast, is sponsored by fine Patreoners like Warren Butson. This is Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast. Episode negative zero eight three, preaching the blues. Preaching the Blues is the fourth track on the 1965 Tetlow's Acetate. The song is a remake of selected samples from Sunhouse's 1930 recording. The original was recorded on May 28, 1930, and released in October. House followed in his dad's footsteps and became a Baptist preacher at 15. One of the subjects he preached against was the evil of blues music. However, he gave in to the lure, bought a guitar, and started playing his songs in rough juke joints. He recorded four songs for Paramount Records in 1930 and was given a fat check of $40. He sold a couple hundred discs and a few still survive today. Hi, I'm Eric Winsenson. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And we get to, I think, the last Chad song. Or at least the last one that's on a recording that's available out there for people to hear. So this time we're preaching the blues. My blue part of it is very little Jeff Lynn <laughs> on this. Lots of Margaret Rice, which is good. Yeah. When I first heard this song, it's like, oh, that organ. I love that organ. And in this case, the way it's being played here, the sound it's making, it's mm-hmm. right out there and it's right in your face. And the thing I love about it isn't so much the organ, which I do love. It's Christmassy. It makes me think of Christmas. Bleah. I knew <laughs> knew that voice and that face was coming. There's this, I'm going to guess it's a home movie that was done by an amateur filmmaker called A Visit to Santa. It's from 1963. It's got the bad 60s color. It's got stiff, bad acting. And it is so bad that it is good. And it's only 12 minutes. So that's also another perk in that. But they use the same sounding organ. And for the first time in my life, I actually looked into this short film. And Wikipedia, take this as you will, says it's a small Hammond organ. So maybe that helped us nail down what kind of organ Margaret's playing with here. I love her organ. I can't get enough of her organ. She needs to keep pounding that organ into my ears because honestly, that's the thing that sells the chads for me. Without Margaret's organ, the Hammond organ that she's playing here, I don't think this band would have sounded too much different from a bazillion other bands that were trying to make it out there. So I think her organ is what, well, stands out and separates the chads from so many other bands trying to make it in the mid 60s. There's so much there to unpack. (laughs) (laughs) No, the rest of the band felt the same way. You Mm -hmm. look at the band's promo pictures, 
normally you would have the lead singer out in front looking happy or gloomy or disinterested or moody or yep or completely stoned out of his mind <laughs> it is the 60s after all the person up front in almost all their promotional pictures is her she's in the center she's in front of the rest of the band the band pretty much knew where their uniqueness lay. Mm -hmm. And I've also noticed, at least in the band and pictures with Jeff Lynn, the person who's second <laughs> in all the photos is Jeff Lynn. Mm -hmm. Not the lead singer, but Jeff Lynn, because, mm -hmm. yeah, his guitar adds something on top of that organ. Otherwise, their lead singer sounds like every other British singer at the time trying to switching from blues to Elvis to John Lennon and McCartney and mm -hmm. still 65. So it's before they had that more Middle Eastern sound to the voice that they try to do for the psychedelic stuff. Or in England, they really emphasize the accent. <laughs> yeah. Where they said, screw it, we're not going to try to sound like Americans anymore. They're not going to buy this music. We're going to make the music for people who's going to buy it, and they don't care about our accents. And we get Herman's Hermits. Mrs. Brown, you've got a lovely daughter. But we're not talking about Herman's Hermits today. <laughs> That's a completely different podcast that if you want to, you can pay us five bucks a week for. So, um, so we can suffer through Herman's Hermits and all that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. The Jefflin database says that this is a remake of a song by Sunhouse. Um, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I'm not sure. I looked up Preaching the Blues by Sunhouse, and the version I found on YouTube is clearly a very old blues song. But I don't know. I can't say for sure. Is this their version of the Sunhouse song or what? The vocals on the Chaz one, it's so buried deep in the back, it's hard to make out the words. The original one. It's a very old recording, so the vocals aren't really right up front there. So at least I'm trying to pick out words. Are these both the same song? Musically, I guess you could say they are, but there are a lot of blues songs like this that sound musically the same. So I, I, I don't really know. Did they remake the Sunhouse one? Did somebody at the Jefflin database just said, well, Sunhouse did a song called Preaching the Blues, so... Maybe it's the same one as the Chads. It is the same one, but they cut out most of the verses. Yeah, I noticed in the original one, there's a lot of religious talk. And in the Chads yeah. one, mostly I hear is about his woman. Yeah, there are some verses about the woman in the original, but they cut out a good amount of the song. So they probably have, I think, maybe two verses in there of the actual song that their singer just runs through as quickly as possible. The reason you can tell it's the same song is Margaret's playing the guitar part. Mm 
that's what got me is that she's doing that rather than Jeff. In fact, I'm wondering where Jeff is on this recording. <laughs> I'm wondering if this one may have been made before he showed up for the audition. Yeah, I don't know whether they just burned through these four songs at the recording session all at once or did one song another time and another song another time. And I don't know. There's not a lot written about the Chads, which is kind of annoying because I looked up Margaret Reese because I wanted to find out more what happened to her after the Chads. But I can't find anything. I did a Google search and all I came up with was the two or three pages about the Chads, which I already have read through. There was one that lived in Missouri. I saw an obituary for another one. Then it, it just, the listing started to turn into Margaret Reese's who lived in places. She would have lived in Birmingham, England. Right. And that would be about all that we know. No, probably the <laughs> reason we can't find anything is because she um, graduated school, got a job someplace, married yeah. somebody, had kids and grandkids and everything. And if she's still alive, is sitting around kicking back, probably has the organ over in the corner of her house someplace. I'd like to talk to Margaret, by the way, if we, if we could find her. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Talk to her for the podcast here. But yes, if she is still alive, and I hope she is, Jeff Lynn, if you're listening, go find her and get her to play that organ on at least one song on the next ELO album. Because I, I, I love that freaking organ. I'm not knocking your guitar playing, Jeff Lynn. That's just freaking amazeballs. But her organ playing is... I, I mean, that's really the thing that sells it for me for this stuff, because I love that organ. And after hearing all four songs, I, yeah, I was pretty much on track for what it is. So I think this was probably made, it was supposed to be then recorded to tape afterwards, I'm sure, and distributed to try and get them a record deal. And unfortunately, they probably broke up before that ever really happened. Honestly, I was really surprised by their music. I wasn't expecting it to be atrocious, but I was expecting to hear it sound like, mm, okay, as you're playing your musical instruments, I can see that maybe you guys can become something, but you guys really, I, th I think these guys really need to work it out some more. But I don't understand why the Chads didn't get a deal, because I was impressed with their music abilities. They sound really great right from the start here, and instead of like, well, for instance, my music, or the music that me and my teenage friends made when we were teenagers, and we had a band, and it's like, we still need a lot of work. I think that's the only reason they didn't go any further, is I don't think they lasted. Well, the van uh, broke down, and they didn't have the money to fix it, so yeah, that was it and for that. That was, about, that was it, and uh, probably you already had some members with their parents bugging them, going, are you really going to... Do you really think, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And Yeah, it's a nice little hobby, but I can get you a, a job working for the milk and bread. Yeah, so yeah, it would be interesting to speak with her and find out exactly what all happened there. Because she was really talented. Oh, yeah. But there must have been something else in her life or she just didn't want... I mean, I've heard plenty of talented musicians who just decided, uh... Well, I was, it was fun while we were sitting around doing it around town or something like that, mm -hmm. but hauling my crap all over the <laughs> country and then, all, and then out to other countries and putting up with all this and being away from family forever. Yeah, no, it's not for me. 
only to come back with $25? Yeah. Or 25 mm -hmm. pounds. Got something to say about preaching the blues? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. Merry Christmas to all. Merry Christmas. 104-KZZP-KZZP-FM. Mesa. message that you can hear only if you play it backwards. Well, a lot of folks called in said they distinctly heard something to the effect of... Fantastic Red 2 Immortality is a steady diet of baking soda and grapefruit. Gee, you can hear it when you play it forward. Well, hello, this is Troy and... I don't have too much to say about this week's song, Preaching the Blues, that goes beyond what I've said about the other songs by the Chads. I want to focus my comments this week on the organist in the band, particularly her style of playing. Now, for the past four weeks, something has been bugging me. Her work reminded me of a specific song that I've heard before, but I couldn't quite place it. So I started listening to some of the songs from that time period from bands that used an organ. I have the Zombie Fox set. I went and listened to the whole thing because I know they used an organ a lot, Rod Argent, and nothing. And then I'm listening to this week's selection, and when it gets to the organ solo in the middle of the song, I remembered the song I was thinking of. The song is The Happy Organ by Dave's Baby Cortez, a number one song from 1959. And I'm like, yes, that's what her style of playing reminds me of. And the solo in Preaching the Blues reminds me a lot of that song. Now, I can't remember if my mom had it in her record collection or not, but I'm sure I heard that song in the roller rinks when I was a kid. But anyway, I really love her style of playing. I've been trying to find out more about her. I can't find any, it's maybe scant information on who she was, but I'd really like to know more about her. So, if anybody knows, I mean, I'd like to hear, did she make it? Or did she go into something else? But I really do love her style of playing. Well, I will talk to you next week. Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com and we'll read and reply to it on the show. Keep up to date by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. Subscribe to our YouTube page, the Electric Light Orchestra Podcast Channel, to hear other goodies. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash elopod or PayPal using the podcast's email address or send a check or money order to P.O. Box 1932, Superior, Arizona 85173. Next week, episode negative zero eight two. It's only the dog.